world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. He's still working on me. To make me what I ought to be. Took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient he must be, because he's still working on me. How you doing this morning? Folks, Friday morning, uh, July 1st. What the heck is going on? Where did June go? July 1st. Hey, get some communion. We're going to take some communion here this morning on on um, on Friday. Uh, open phone Friday. What do they call it? Flea flicker Friday. I got a lot of fleas. I want to flick. Uh, bite your tongue, coach. Um, Myra, get fired up. I'm not going to forget you this morning. I'm going to let you come in and uh, say an opening prayer for us. Dr. Zelenko died. Um, God bless Dr. Zelenko. I, was, I got a piece of candy in my mouth. I was very surprised to find out that uh, he was only 48. I thought he was older than that. That was a, talk about a hero. Talk about a warrior hero. Uh, I, don't know if he knew, I don't know if he knew the Lord. That's a, uh, uh, he's an Orthodox Jew. I, I read, the, read the, uh, some obituaries on him this morning. And uh, folks, I, you know, Jews don't make it to heaven because they're Jews. Uh, somebody says, yes, he did at the end. I pray that he did at the end. I think it's one of the great deceptions, and really one of the things that's probably blocking um, Jews from coming to Christ. Is we we tell we tell them that they're God's chosen people, and uh, they're in great relationship and lined up with God, and everything's all good. And uh, an unsaved Jew is no better than an unsaved Muslim, better than an unsaved pagan, better than an unsaved uh, 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 Luciferian, better than an unsaved uh, uh, <laughs> Church of Godder. If you've not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, from what I understand, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the, I am the way. I am the truth. I'm the life. Nobody comes to my dad unless they acknowledge me as Lord and Savior. Now, that blows up a lot of theology, a lot of different places. You can go to Catholics and be be confirmed as I was and 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 take my first communion and do all do all that stuff. You can do all that stuff you want to. If you don't know Jesus Christ personally, but wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he doesn't know you, see, we asked the wrong question. Uh, uh, on that day, uh, Lord, Lord, uh, didn't we do all kinds of great things in your name? Didn't we cast out devils? And didn't we lay hands on the sick? And didn't we see him recover? And didn't I go to church my whole life? And wasn't my grandpa the elder? And didn't my great-grandfather start the church? And haven't I taken all my kids there from the time that they were born? And, Lord, I didn't eat meat on Sundays, and I, I kept the Sabbath. And, Lord, I did all that stuff. He says, that's all good, man. Wow. We should have had you on my team. But, unfortunately, uh, what's your name? What's your name? And Jesus warned us that uh, we're in the mess that we're in. He told the Pharisees and the Sadducees, uh, thank you, uh, Christy, for this new earplug, but I'm about to throw it through the wall. Uh, he said, listen, here's a problem you, here's a problem you dudes are all messing with. You're teaching as, as commandments the doctrines of men. Peace, Candy. You teach commandments. You teach the doctrines of men as the rules and regulations that have to be followed. Followed. He said, you do that, teach his commandments the doctrines of men, you cancel the word. You know, the word's no good. You start doing that stuff. And that's exactly and totally and completely what's going on in the American church. Teaching his commandments, the doctrines of men. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the signs? That's why we're, that's why we're where we are. Where the spirit of the Lord is his liberty. There's not, there's, not, there's not bondage. There's not tyranny. There's not lining up and marching like little tin soldiers behind some six-foot icicle standing in the pulpit. Wake the hell up. Wake up. 
There's no mediator between man. There's only one mediator between man and God, man Christ Jesus. Only one mediator in your pastor, in your church board, in your denomination. Jeezy, criminy. I'm feeling it this morning. Feeling it. I'm so sick of it. Jay, sick of what? Sick of losing. Sick of losing. Sick of it. Sick of it. Sick, sick of watching what's passing for Christianity. A, a costless Christ. A, a Christianity that cost him everything and cost you nothing. <laughs> That's a deal from the devil if there ever was one. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Myra, are you about ready to go? Dr. Kerry Madej. Thanks, doing Coach. Better. How many of you sang Amazing Grace yesterday at noon? Bunch of us. Bunch of us. It was fun. Ken Wardine was sitting there with me. I blew the shofar and sang Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound saved the rest. I got I to bone up on the words a little bit, though. I got the second verse and triple, triple, tripped a little bit, so stopped right there. Um, I'm wound up. I'm wound up here on Friday morning, July 1st. Great weekend ahead. I'm you looking at my note. No, not yet. Till I get done. Right. I said okay. to get ready. I said to get ready. Amazing. I'm reading. My, I throw the calendar up there real quick. Dr. Midday is getting better. Yes, she is. Thank you. Uh, Coach Dave live. Crushing Serpents Lady Retreat here at Sky High. Michelle's cutting off registration on Monday. If we do not have a registration from you on Monday, you're not coming. Period. Not coming. I just took. I just dragged my wife through 10 days of uh, of whatever getting ready for our event here at Sky High. People don't tell us they're coming. They don't have a place to stay yet. I'm not complaining. But if you can't all of a sudden come rolling in here Wednesday, say, hey, I guess I want to come. No, we don't have a place for you. Okay? If you're, if you're coming, go ahead and register. And then there's a spiritual warfare conference coming up in the Quad State next weekend, I think. No, no, two weekends ago. If you want to go to that, get, get uh, signed up. They need to know. They need to know how many people are coming. Spiritual warfare conference. Then the, uh, reclaiming the land, binding the strong man. That's the go therefore conference with Mike Spalding on the, the twenty, excuse me, 29th of the month. Bobby Lee just spoke with Bobby yesterday. We have a, a Kentucky Salt and Light Brigade event uh, Friday the 26th. And if you've got something going on and you want it on our calendar, you got to let us know. I'm not a mind reader, all right? Say, Coach, you seem edgy today. I am edgy. I am edgy. I am edgy. Aren't you? Why aren't you? Licorice. I'm eating licorice this morning. Maybe that's doing it to me. Myra, pray us in. Try to get a try to get a kinder spirit in here off, off me, Myra. Yes, coach. I will be delighted to do so. It is written, Matthew twenty eight eighteen, and Jesus came and spake unto them, All power is given unto me in How much? heaven. How much? All. Okay, go ahead. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Where? In heaven and in earth. Both? Yes. Women, how much power? All. How much does the devil have? Zero. Thank you. Keep going. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. Mm. And two, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Jesus, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, joy to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So Myra just read to you Amen. the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. They're the same. Commission, you're a commissioned soldier. Go into all the world. There's your commission. And your commandment is what? Teach them. Yep. Your, com- your commission is to go, and your commandment is to teach. Go and teach. It's a commandment. It's just as real as the Ten Commandments, by the way. And if you're not doing that, if you're not going and teaching, I'm trying to get my... Uh, uh, communion open. If you're not going and teaching, then you're uh, dis- you're disobedient to the command to go the into all the world. Gospel teach them to observe all I've commanded you. And we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. Joe, I'm going to hand it off to you, brother. Let's let's uh, let's take the elements here this morning. Thank you, Coach. Um, well, today, right now, we're here to remember. 
what are we remembering? We're reminded in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Amen. And that's why we're here. That we don't <clears throat> take that for granted, that we remember that. And so though even though the our physical bodies are down here now, um, in Ephesians we're told that our spirits are up with the Lord at the right hand of the Father. Far above these turmoils and this crazy world that we're in. So I remind us that that's where we're seated now as spiritual Christians as we take communion. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son that we might be saved. And not only that we might be saved, as you said in that, but also everything else that our Lord's sacrifice restored. He being the second Adam 2.0, but so much better than the first, so much wiser than the first, that we are redeemed and all that was lost. And thank you, Lord. So please bless this bread and this and this drink or wine, representing the body and blood of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive us our sins and transgressions, and bring us cleansed into your sight as we take this communion now. In Jesus' name, Amen. So Matthew twenty six, twenty six. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for the many, for many, for the forgiveness of sin. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for all you did for us. Amen. 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 I was uh, I was just kind of sitting here a second and I noticed something. I looked down at my Bible as Joe's reading. I was in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world, the world, through Him, might be saved. And he that believeth on the uh, believeth on Him is not condemned. But he that believed not is condemned already because he doesn't believe the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is a condemnation. The light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were, in fact, evil. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither cometh to the light, for his deeds should be reproved, the Bible says. For his deeds, it's on the screen, thank you lest his deeds should be reproved. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither come to light. And we'll walk out in there because his deeds shall be reproved. We talked about reproof yesterday. But he, do, he that doeth truth cometh to light, that his deeds may be made manifest. In other words, if you're doing good, it, ought, it, ought, it should be shown. What you, what you hiding? What are you hiding? Verse 36, scroll down there real quick because I don't get trapped on this. <clears throat> the Father loves the Son, verse 35, and has given all 
things into his hand. How many things, Myra, did he give into his hands? How many things did the father give into the son's hands? All. All. All things into his hands. Pretty all-encompassing, isn't it? It says this, that he that believeth on the son has everlasting life. End of the story. Why? Because all things are given into his hands. And he that believeth not the Son, he can go see light. But the wrath of God abideth on him. My friends, do you understand that your unsaved family members and unsaved friends and unsaved politicians, the wrath of God is abiding on them? Hey, Jonathan. Ask Mr. Webster a favor for me. Ask Mr. Webster what it means to abide. Abide. Abada. To rest or dwell. To tarry or stay for a long time. To continue permanently or in the same state. To be firm and immovable. To wait for, to endure or sustain, to hear, to bear or endure. The wrath of God abideth on those who do not believe. That's the battle we're fighting, friends. There, there, there it is. It can't be any more clear, can it? Huh? You can say all the prayers you want to. You can do it through all the ceremonies and all the Hail Marys and uh, uh, glory bees, you can do all that all you want to. You, you, can, uh, you can follow every Sunday feast and every Saturday feast and every Monday feast and every Wednesday feast. But if you've not received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you better duck. Because the wrath of God's sitting all over the top of you. We don't, we don't get this. We don't get this. You think, well, it's just a decision. It's a personal decision. Ask Jesus Christ into your heart, really. Yeah, that's it. Why would you want to ask Jesus into your heart? Do you have your best life now? No. Because, dudes, you're hanging around folks who the wrath of God's abiding on right now. So I just said, I, hey, are you mad at me? Call me a heretic if you want to. The wrath of God's abiding. I'm going to, I, I got a lot I want to talk about, but I want to try to make this flea flicker Friday. Get all, the, all of you involved. Come on in, Mel. Yeah, and it says we just have no fellowship with those people, which is challenging. Hey, mm-hmm. Mr. Producer, would you mind bringing up the LibertyActionNetwork.com website? <clears throat> All right. So once it's fully up, there's a red banner at the top of the page. If you can click on that, you can click anywhere on that banner. Just click on that, and it'll move it to today's action. Scroll down to where it says today's action. So uh, for today and tomorrow, we're going to be doing Jeff Klein's event up in Mount Vernon. Um, The date for the event is tomorrow, Saturday, July 2nd at 10 o'clock. It'll be in Mount Vernon, Knox County. The mission is to end shedding of innocent blood in America. For the stakeholders, the um, public square has already been staked, but you can remote stake. I don't know if you remember, Steve Hemphill talked about that. You could go to the website or not go to the internet and like, um, print out a picture of Mount Vernon or the square there, and you could actually remote stake that where you are. Um, the Air Force Prayer Force, we're going to be praying Psalm 91 for protection for his team and, um, and, and that there would be an immediate elimination of shedding of innocent blood in America and around the world. We're going to be praying imprecatory prayers against the enemy, and they're listed there. Uh, for special forces and infantry, um, we invite everybody to meet there at 10 o'clock on Saturday. The address is there. Um, Pastor Bill is going to be giving some instructions and devotions. They're going to be putting on the armor of God before they go out to the event. At 12 o'clock noon, they're going to head over to the public square. Um, they've got some signs and things. Don't forget to bring your Bible. Um, there'll be the enemy there that's going to be standing for Satan. So it'll be kind of a head-to-head um, you know, standoff in front of these two people, these two um, groups. But um, anyway, they're going to be bringing a lot of things. They're going to bring the war wagon and the ice cream truck. Um, your options, you can hold signs, you can do some you know, street preaching, hand out ice cream. Um, but anyway, um, just put this together. If you have any questions, 
his phone number is there on today's action. Thank you. Okay, well, what most people are in the prayer force on this event. What do they do? It's it's right there. Pray Psalm 91 for protection and when? pray imprecatory prayers. I when? would say I would say now before the event to soften up, you know, shock and all. Let's let's pray it now in, in preparation. And then during the event, um, you know, from I'd say 10 to 2 o'clock tomorrow will be actually when the event's happening. So I, I think before and during is good. Okay, Paul, throw Psalm, uh, hey, uh, John, throw Psalm 35 up there. Who's going to read Psalm 35 right now, even right now? I can if you want me to. What if I don't want you to? <laughs> it's fine. We'll let me. Someone else do it, dear. So, you, so, so be confident. Say, I will. I will. Okay, good. Go ahead. There it is. It's on the screen. Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Yes, Lord, do that. Take hold of a shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Yes, Lord. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Yes. Let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul. Go ahead, Betty. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Yes, Lord. Let them be as chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. (laughs) Go get them, Lord. Send them after them, Lord. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Thank you, Jesus. For without cause. Hey, 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 read this. Go ahead, Betty. For without cause have they hid for me their net in a pit. With without cause they have digged for my soul. You're daggone right they have. You're daggone right they have, without a cause. Let destruction come upon him at unawares. and let Yeah, him... sneak up on him. Sneak that Holy Spirit up on him, Lord. And let his net that he hath hid catch himself into that <laughs> destruction. Let him fall. Amen, Lord. Be faithful, Lord. And my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. Yes, Lord. All what about my... your bones? What about your bones, Betty? All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like unto thee? Yes. The poor from him that is too strong for him. Yea, the poor and the needy from him that spoiled. Yes. False witnesses did rise up. They laid to my charge things that I knew not. They're doing that right now, Betty. They're doing that constantly. False witnesses rising up, laying charges, things that I didn't even know they were doing. Go ahead. They rewarded me evil. For good, for the spoiling of my soul, to the spoiling of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself, soul, with fasting, and yep. my prayer returned into mine own bosom. Thank you, Lord. I behaved myself as though he had been my friend or brother. I bowed down heavenly as one that mourneth for his mother. But in mine adversity, they rejoiced and they sure did. together. Yea, the abjects gathered themselves together against me, and I knew it not. They did not tear me and seize not. They did tear me and seize not. They sure did. They're eating you alive. With hypocritical mockers and feasts, they gnashed upon me with their teeth. Lord, how long wilt thou look upon me? Rescue my soul from their destructions, my darling from the lions. I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Yes, Lord, I will. Let not them that are mine enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let them wink with the eye that hate me without a cause. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful manners against them that are quiet in the land. Yep. Yea, they opened their mouth wide against me and said, Aha! 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 I saw that! I saw that! Go ahead, buddy. Our eyes have seen it. This thou hast seen, O Lord. Keep not silence. O Lord, be not far from me. Mm. Stir up thyself and awake to my judgment, unto my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their heart, Ah, so would we have it. 
Let them not say we have swallowed him up. Amen. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together with that rejoice that mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Yes, Lord. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteousness caused. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Amen. Amen. Boom. Go get him, Jeff. Go get him. Go get him. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny, can you put the link to the Liberty Action Network in the chat, please? Absolutely. Thank you. This this is, uh, um, folks, uh, this is our time. It's our time to arrive. What am I looking at over here, Coach? Oh, I got to show. Let me get you going. Here's why we're in the mess we're in. Here's why we're in the mess we're in. Hey, uh, Jonathan, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, play number one. Play number one for me. Just get you, just get you off in a good mood here today. Uh, how stupid are American children? Go ahead. It's that border of the U.S. Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Yeah. Start at the beginning. Do you know what the square root of four is? Sixteen. Who fought in the Revolutionary War? I don't even know what that war is, to be honest. Do you know who the leader of Russia is? Um, I forgot his name. Do you know what the First Amendment is? My history teacher would be disappointed in me. No. Do you know what the Second Amendment is? No. What are the two countries that border the U.S.? The United Kingdom and Europe. That physically border the U.S.? Like on a map. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I know that one. Venezuela and Alaska. What two countries border the U.S.? I really don't know. I don't know. The country above us and below us. You, like if you had to guess. What, Africa? Who's the leader of North Korea? Who's the leader of North Korea? I don't know. I don't know his name, honestly. <laughs> Do you know who the leader of Russia is? Leader of Russia? <laughs> I do. I know these people, but they're all getting mixed up. Is it, um... If you had to guess, like the first What's thing. his name? I know it. You do know it. What does it start with? I know what it, what it would start with. Who fought the Civil War? Who found it? Who fought? Fought? Isn't it like Great Britain? Yeah, against Australia. Which one? And against who? You're close. Great Britain. England. Yeah. Um. The Germans. Yes. How many people died in the Cold War? What's the Cold War? <laughs> it, it was a war. <laughs> Is it World War Two? Yeah. How many people died? Uh, like 50,000. What two countries border the U.S.? Uh, Canada? No. <laughs> uh, so. No, no, you know this. Really? Don't know, don't know. Do you know what the four directions on a compass are? A compass? What is that? A compass, it like tells you the like directions. Everyone make some noise for Ben. Oh my god. Can you name three countries in South America? Mexico, Cuba, Bora Bora. Yes. Can you name three countries in North America? <laughs> um, North America. You know this. I do. Any three countries in North America? I don't know. Um, if you had to guess. I would say Colorado. Okay, one. Um, Nevada. Two. And let's say like Massachusetts or something. Three. Very good. Can you name three countries in North America?
I know the United States. Yeah, that's one. I ain't even know with other countries here. No, Canada and Mexico. No, I, I knew about. I knew about. I knew about. All right, that's good enough. That's good enough. That's a, that's that's our American education system. Hey, listen, I want to throw. Some, I, again, I'm going to open it up for some uh, uh, flea flicker Friday stuff. You, you guys can throw some stuff on the table. Well, I want to. Ray and Jane. Uh, I have a video. I'm going to try to work in here. Ray and Jane LeBlanc showed up at their city council last uh, couple nights ago. And spoke to the city council. Talk, uh, spoke to Ray, and Ray talked about how how nervous he was. And and Jane spoke after Ray uh, regarding uh, uh, drag queen story hour. Um, and I, I said, I'm not saying. I I told Ray this, and I want to I want to coach all of you to this. Okay, listen, friends. Uh, this is this statement I'm I'm about to say has got me in trouble before. <clears throat> <laughs> the Bible tells us this, that the natural man, the person who's not born again, cannot receive the things of the Spirit. They can't Amen. understand it. They can't understand it. Friends, you will, you will do better standing in front of a city council, giving them secular reasons for why their policy is wrong. Trust me on this. As soon as you start using Bible verses, and I do, 80% of the people on the panel that you're speaking to immediately think what? Does anybody know what they immediately think when you start using Bible verses? Religious zealot. Yes. But even even more dangerous than that. Even more dangerous than that. Somebody said it. Somebody said it. Separation of church and state. Separation of church and state. As soon as this guy, as soon as you start reading from the Bible, those idiots that you elected to help, separation of church and state. Can't use the Bible. Can't use the Bible. And if if I were to pull Jane's video up here, you know what Jane LeBlanc did? It was powerful. Pull it up there. Hey Ray, not that I'm cutting yours out, all right? Pull it up there. It's number it's number two. It starts at the twelve fifteen mark. Now wait a minute. Scroll over there, Ray. I'm not cutting you out. God bless you, Ray. You did a good good job. But I want you to watch what Jane does towards the end of her talk when she gets up there. A little bit more, brother. A little bit more. Go to right to the very end. Go 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 go. Slide that thing over. Slide that over. Slide it over. Go 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 go. Good. Come back. Come back. Okay. Now I want you to listen to what Jane does and why they begin to shut her off. That's no yeah. No, no, no. Go back to about the 15-minute mark. Come on, come on, come on back. 15, not a minute 15, not an hour 15. 15. There you go. You must have been one of those guys in a public school thing. Okay, good. Ray's going to be done. Jane's going to slide it a little bit further, please, when you see a woman standing. That's Ray. He's a man. There's the audience. There, there's a woman. There's a woman. There's Jane. Okay, sorry. Hey, sorry, uh, Jonathan. Okay, now I want you to listen. What Jane starts doing at the end, that really aggravates him. Go ahead. The promotional poster for this event suggested that attendees bring money to tip the queens. Furthermore, the children, unfamiliar with tipping an entertainer, were provided the money by the men dressed resembling a girl. Acronym for drag. The tipping began with a seemingly innocent placement of provided dollar bills. Children tipping, hand-to-hand contact. What I witnessed perhaps an hour into the Queen's performances was what conscious, moral adults call grooming. One of the men dressed as a woman, drag queen, had a dollar bill inserted in his pelvic area. I didn't witness if the man placed it near his private area or if a child did. Makes me wonder what transpired from this suggestive form of tipping, seeing that the event was scheduled until 10 p.m. Three city police officers were told of what I saw, 
in the crowd of the man with the dollar hanging from his genital area. I guess the officers assigned to maintain order discerned that the wandering of my leashed puppy had more importance than going over to see if this dollar bill was going to do any more, uh, if children perhaps even would be working with a suggestive form of tipping. One of the uh, officers was approached by Mike Phil here regarding sexual drag queens, and the officer responded, it's not my area. The following day was Father's Day. A Wenzel family member was informed of this lewd behavior in the park, named in honor of his family. Too bad that the state statute for lewd and lascivious behavior doesn't come under what the state calls lewd and lascivious behavior of a dollar bill near a man's gonads. Take time to educate yourself on the agenda of drag queens, including their story over events, which probably will be coming here also, and you'll see us there too. Take more time to seek a relationship with God in his word, the Holy Bible. Matthew 18, 6 gives warning to anyone seeking to stumble a child. Queens, parents, child providers, God's message states that you ask forgiveness and repent of your actions and the involvements that you had at Saturday's event. Next, I have uh, to the mayor, administrator, and council members, it's your duty to the moral citizens of Marshfield to keep our city clean and to prohibit events in public such as occurred at the Wenzel Park last Saturday, two Saturdays ago. Your tolerance for these drag queens to perform for tips was an egregious breach of trust given you by we citizens, and you have expressly breached the trust of the most innocent, our children. Allow me to educate you on how some drag queens identify themselves. At the website Scary Mommy, quote, 130 drag queen names will have you gagging. That's what they call laughing in drag queen terms. The following list of sexually charged innuendos are names of adult men dressed resembling a girl. If you're offended by the names, I won't say I'm sorry until you say first that you're sorry to the public and to the children that were in the midst of drag queens, of drag queens with money in their crotch, Mr. Wolf Graham. Mimi, I'm first, is one name. Pandora Box, head of hair. Eileen Dover, Pat McCrotch. I'm sorry, your time is up. Angina. I'm sorry, your time is up. Your five minutes is done. Head of lettuce. I'm sorry, your five minutes is up. Heidi in the closet. Excuse me, your five minutes are up. And Nicole Onoscopy. You need to leave the podium. Nicole your five minutes are up. Onoscopy. Your five minutes are up. I'm sorry, you need to leave the podium okay. and give everybody the same respect as I they're will. giving you. Are your you five minutes a, is okay. up. Your yeah. five minutes is up, please. Thank you. Okay, folks, and look, don't, don't miss this. Don't miss this. What were they more afraid of? Words being read from the Bible or the evidence of what was going on in the park, which scared them the most. Boom. Right? If Jane would walked in there and started reading Bible scriptures, la, 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 la. But those folks were embarrassed because Jane pointed out to them in a secular, natural world what they permitted children to see. The conviction of the Holy Spirit fell on those people in that room, and if they could have, they would have crawled under their freaking desks. What did I write down here today? Don't use the gospel, friends. Shame them. Shame the leaders. Read information that makes you almost gag to read. Read it to them. Make them defend it. 
put them on the defensive. What do you think, Mr. Councilman, about this guy having dollar bills in his crotch and young kids taking them from him, Mr. Councilman? That's how we win, folks. Pray up before you go in. Ask the Holy Spirit to fall upon you. And in this situation, fight with worldly weapons. Everybody hates to be embarrassed. Come on in, Roger. Well, you touched on it. Let the Holy Spirit go in. Holy Spirit bring in the word of God. You don't have to. And I think, you know, Mark Harrington had it right with the abortion posters, describing and showing. I think in these settings, you need to just call out what they're training the kids to do, that a man puts his penis in another man's. I mean, you just got to lay it out what's going on. That's right. They won't, they won't want to hear it, Roger. Uh, that will bother them more than the gospel. I'm just telling you, friends. I'm just telling you. Hey, Jeff Klein, did you go in there and show them those pictures of uh, uh, whatever her name was with a penis tattoo? Did you show that to the city council, Jeff? School board, yes, last Thursday. And I, I give them the schedule of all the events with the drag queens. I showed them, told them, four or 500 kids, middle schoolers, high schoolers, going in to watch drag queens. I said, you know what the kids said when they walked by, the pastor and the Christians? F you. F your Jesus. I said, that's the words coming out of middle schoolers and high schoolers. Hey, Jonathan. Jonathan, see if you, hang on, Jeff. Jonathan, see if you can dig up Christian Aguilera with a penis. See if you can do that, because this is the picture Jeff copied and gave to the school board members. See if you can find that real quick, Jonathan. Go ahead, Jeff. Coach, and when they got to the three minutes, they only said it once that my three minutes was up. I went into additional three minutes, and they never said another word. But in that additional three minutes, I walked up to each one of them. I went clear up to their table and put the picture of her in front of each one of them. Y'all seen the look on their face. They were horrified. And I just walked around saying, this is what the kids are looking at. Oh, my it's goodness. A, it's a shame to even speak of those things that are done in secret. Do you understand it? Do you understand whatever happened to shame? Whatever happened to shame? There it is. There's a picture of, of Christina Aguilera with a dildo fake penis snapped, strapped around her. And Jeff Klein showed that picture to the school board. I let him know she was dancing in front of thousands of kids. This is what they're doing. Shame on them. Shame on you. That's what we need to start doing, friends. Bless you, Jeff. Come on in, Dale. Brother, you're spot on. You remember the other day where we were reading from Ephesians chapter 5, starting verse 11. Not only have nothing to do with it, don't participate the next word doesn't say pull out your Bible and read it to them. It says expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Show them their sin. Show them, that's what it says, show them the blood of the city. When you show them the aborted pictures, that's exactly what it is. When you show then, these pictures, what, what Ray's wife did at the council meeting, you show them their shame, brother. Amen. That's how you shame them. That, folks, because that does, in fact, if they have any sense of right and wrong, that shames them, folks, especially publicly, to know that they are permitting this in front of little children. You know, hey, dudes, that is the gospel. You don't need to read from the gospel on that one. Show them the pictures. Tell them the truth. They'll try to shut you up. They'll tell Jeff Klein went to the school board and began to read out of the filthy books that were in the library that children could go and check out. And Jeff did nothing more except stand up and read the books in the library. They wanted to have him arrested. Right, Jeff? Yes, Coach, that's when they fired John Freshwater 10 years ago. And I read the paragraph. I said, this book is on the shelves right here for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders to grab. Here's what it says, how to have oral sex. Before you start with oral sex, start with a finger or two before you proceed to a sex toy. 250 people cringed. They cringed. I walked out, and old Pastor Dan walked out afterwards and said, Jeff, come here. I walked there. I knew it was coming. He said, that's not the way we handle that. I said, yeah. I said, you, you, you show me your lead. I will follow you. Amen. I, I, I started stuttering and he walked away. He was done. Amen. Whatever happened to shame? Whatever happened to shame? Come on in, Randy. You're right on coach. 
can you imagine Jesus going into the temple with his rope and and just just playing with it and dingling it around and saying, "Would you please uh, not do this in here? Would, would you please just be nice people?" Look, Coach, he didn't. Hey, John, Jonathan, get that picture off the screen, please. Go ahead, Randy. Keep going. Yeah, Coach Jesus. These are example. I mean, he he look what he did. He was a he was violent, coach. He people don't understand what he did there. They don't understand that he whipped them. He whipped them. He whipped the people that was yeah. doing this. God, he shamed them. Did this, coach. What better picture can we have to see what how to deal with this? Shamed them. Shamed them. Shamed them. Use the pictures against them. Bobby Lee, come on in. Yes, uh, you parents out there got to unleash holy anger on these sodomite, sick, modern-day teachers that are indoctrinating your, your kids. I just recently saw a video that emerged of a teacher, of a, a millennial-type teacher, sucking a dildo in front of her classroom to teach the fe- female students how to give a blowjob. Uh, Myra. Yes, Coach. Let me take my hand off. Um, if Philippians 3.19, their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach, and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. Hallelujah. See, thank you, Myra. See, I, uh, the reason I said I got in trouble is because I'm, I made a, a, a uh, I gave a presentation one time where I told people, that they had to stop using the Bible to win their arguments in a secular world. And they came up to me afterwards and says, Coach, there's nothing more powerful than the Word of God. There's nothing more. Folks, the Bible says that the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. Cannot. And as soon as you begin preaching to the, uh, to the carnal mind, they turn it out now. Wait a minute. Holy Spirit can draw them. Don't don't get. Hey, you you can cast your pearl out there. Holy Spirit can use whatever it is. All I'm trying to tell do is trying to help make your job easier. You will more likely convince those people on the panel from shaming them than from reading the scripture to them. Shame them. Embarrass them for what they're permitting. Cold hold them accountable for the for the destruction of the innocent mind of the children hold their feet to the fire don't tell them what john 7 verse 12 says although you can work that in amen but don't let just the bible be your weapon i see clint harper's in here clint clint tell us what's going tell them what's going on with you you're down there fighting against those those uh those uh, guide stones down there went to the council meeting and now you want to go back. What's going on, Clint? Well, they turned me down, um, said that I was given opportunity to speak. And um, so you can't come and talk anymore. You get one time to talk all year. Is that what it is, Clint? You just want one time? Obviously uh, that's what they're trying to do, but uh, you know, we'll see who wins this one, but yes, you're right. Uh, I think that that's, when I went down there, I think that's what they were expecting. They were expecting a Bible-thumping preacher to tell them yep. how evil it was. But then when I laid it out and said, you know, you have this on a monument in your county, and it says to kill 6.5 billion people, you know, that just – they didn't know what to say about yeah, that. Yeah, are you, are, you, are you guys for that? Are you guys for the killing? Put it on them, right, folks? Put the onus on them. Embarrass them. They hate it. Right. They, they hate it so much they told Clint he can't come back. We're going to get him some legal defense. Clint's going to go back. Keep keep fighting, Clint. Angie, yes, come sir. on here. Good morning. I just wanted to give you uh, another perspective also on when you're dealing with people in the secular world, you talk their secular language. And that's very true for the abortion argument as well. I 
from a, from a nursing standpoint, I was a neonatal nurse for 25 years. I never come at pro-choice people with Bible verses because you're okay. right. You're throwing your pearls to swine. Mm -hmm. But as a neonatal nurse, I can tell you my experience from going to high-risk deliveries in the second trimester and holding 17-weekers in my hand, I can tell you that a 17-weeker that was wanted and I'm doing more care for was much the the – the controversy on that, the, the, the hypothetical situation on that was never um, lost on me because, you know, over on the other side of Columbus, they're killing 17 weekers, right? Okay. So I always speak science. I always speak facts. And I, I usually leave God and the Bible out of it because you're right. They're not, it's not for them. They don't hear it. They would never hear it. You're just another one of those religious people. So always speak truth and facts. That's, that's right. Destroy their argument first. Destroy their argument first. Friends, you better hear me. Learn their argument. And then be prepared to destroy it. Learn their argument and be prepared to destroy it. That's called apologetics. You'd be, you'd be amazed when I'm on the street how little I mentioned Christ, the Bible, Jesus, God. No, 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 no. La, 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 la. You know what I want to do? I want them thinking about me when they lay their head on their pillow at night. And I called out the truth of what they were doing. That's how, that's how we move the ball. Come on in, Randy. I saw you up there. Come on in, Randy and James. Go ahead, James. Randy will get in here. Go ahead. Coach, it might be time for Vinny's video. And Thank you. And to quote Montgomery Burns, release the hounds. Play that video. Folks, I haven't seen it, but if Vinny sent it to me, it's time to watch it. Go ahead. What? Do not eat the poo-poo. I don't even know what this is about. Vinny, what's this about? Well, how's this? Uh, Coach, you've been, you've been trying to hammer this message in, and, and the thing is, with, uh, with, with the approach, and this is nothing wrong. This is nothing no. This is no criticism. The approach, it, 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 it puts people's defenses up. This is going to break through their defenses. It's the exact same message that you've been saying. So let it rip. Let it rip. Good morning, everyone. My name is uh, Pastor Dr. Martin Semper. I'm here in the capacity as the chairman of the National Task Force Against Homosexuality in Uganda. We are making legislation to make sure that sodomy and homosexuality never sees the light of legality in this land of the Pearl of Africa. I've taken time to do a little research to know what homosexuals do in the privacy of their bedroom. One of the things they do is called anal leaking, where they, a, a man's anus is leaked like this by the other person, like ice, like ice cream. And then what happens, even poo-poo comes out. The other one poo-poo's out, huh? and then they eat the poo-poo. The other one they do is they have a sex practice called fisting, where they insert their hand into the other man's hand, and it goes all the, into the anus all the way. And it is so painful, they have to take drugs, but they enjoy it. Now, if we have any children, please step out. This is a parental guidance moment. That child, hey, that child can be moved out. So, so this is a parental guidance moment for you. You may need to step out. All right? If there are young children around, they may need to not watch this. All right? Parental guidance advised. Go ahead. I've done research. This is what they do. Number one. You can see a man here having sucked the other person's rectum and the other person is poo-pooing and this one is eating the poo-poo all over the place. Oh, yes. huh? Tell me, when you have a law against homosexuality, do you say accept eating poo-poo? I mean, look at this guy sincerely. Bishop. Ah, Stagafulai Zaha. Hajat. We do not want this sickness. This is sick, and it's therefore deviant. We do not want it. Now, 
they start off by touching each other's genitals and smelling each other then this one smears the poop all over the other person's face as if that is not enough he puts the hand deeper as africans we want to ask barack obama to explain to us is this what he wants to bring to africa as a human right to eat the poopoo of our children wow wow <laughs> come on in jack Blame Vinny for that one. Yeah, yeah, that was good, Vinny. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, Boom. My, when, a few years ago in Maine, we had the Maine Human Rights Commission was meeting to discuss how they were going to implement the boys and girls bathroom issue. And so we, we ridiculed, we mocked them, we shamed them. But at the end, when no one else was looking, they were, they were very frustrated. My wife simply my wife simply walked up and asked them one question, which shut it down for over three years. They never came back. She said, because we have a handicapped daughter, we have a daughter with Down syndrome. She said, will you tell me how we're going to explain boys going into the girls' bathroom to my handicapped 10-year-old? The guy dropped his head folded his books, and they closed down for three years. Simple question. Put it right to him because in Maine, if you don't, if you, if you, there's all these rules about how you have to deal with the handicapped and all the wonderful things that they do. When she asked him that question, shut them down. Amen, buddy. Put the onus on them. Joe Allen. Yes, Coach, I'd like to give my information to the pastor over there uh, by the Georgia Guidestones because I'm 45 minutes away. If he needs assistance, I'd like to go. Okay, Clint, Clinton there. Joseph, go, Joe, go ahead and put your number in the uh, Clinton right. here still, I believe. Yeah, I got to hey, wait for chat, chat opens. Okay, good. And uh, Joe, I want to put his number in there, Clint. There's, a, there's an adversary. There's a, a, not an adversary. There's a, someone who will stand with you. Uh, Roger. Yeah. Dave? Yeah. Prior, I think you called on me, but prior to 1961, the Homosexual Act was illegal in all the sexual revolution. Right. Prior to 1961, illegal in all states. Yep, there we are. There we are. Who's forcing whose beliefs on whom, my friends? Kevin. Yeah, just two, two quick things. One, when we went to Chappaqua, the second day when we went to the parade and you were out working that crowd, it's true, you never mentioned the Bible. You didn't get out there and start talking scripture and God hates un, unfair measures or any of that stuff. You brought the law to them and you cited that she was a felon and you cited the felonies that she committed. And you literally threw their standard. These are legalists that you're talking to. You threw their right. standard in their face, and you held them to their own standard. And there Amen. wasn't much they could say. So what you're saying is, is the truth, man. You walked that. And secondly, I wasn't sure if you guys had seen the uh, quote-unquote pride event that took place last weekend in Seattle. But it was yeah. probably one of the worst ones I'd seen yet. And uh, InfoWars was showing it. Owen Schroyer was all over it. And uh, I mean, you had guys, you had guys literally full on naked, except for wearing sneakers, riding their bicycles, okay, with their ding dongs hanging out and little kids all over the place. Now, if you did that, coach, if you stripped down to just your sneakers and tried walking through the mall in Columbus, they'd arrest you for indecent exposure. That's right. That's you right. Know, it was just, it, it was unspeakable. It really was terrible. I just wanted to highlight that. Okay, Kevin, I'm running out of time. Rules for radicals. You don't have time to pull it up there. Listen, here's rules for radicals. Make them live up to their own standards. Friends, that's what they do out on the street all the time. They throw Christian standards at you. Well, you're not supposed to judge. You're supposed to love your neighbor. They throw Christian standards at you and demand you live up to them. Why don't we do the same thing? 
Why don't we throw their standards back at them and make them defend them? It's far more effective than standing there reading the Bible. Sorry, sorry, far more effective. There is a time for reading the Bible and sharing the scripture. There's a time and a place for it. But I don't, I don't lead with that weapon. Rarely do I lead with that weapon. Because why? The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit. Neither can he. Why? Where is that? Jonathan, real quick. The natural man. Does anybody know where that is? It's important you read it so you can... So you can ingest it and you can internalize it and become more, wonder, quit asking yourself, why am I not being more effective? Why am I not being more effective? You're being ineffective because you're giving spiritual issues to people who cannot understand them. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto them. La, 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 la. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Here's the message for the day. Whatever happened to shame? See you Monday.